0: So the way they pick TV shows is, they make one show, that show's called a pilot, then they show that one show to the people who pick shows, and on the strength of that one show, they decide if they want to make more shows. Some get chosen and become television programs, some don't, become nothing. This is the show that reviews just the pilot episodes of television shows. Um, Old shows, new shows, uh, shows that never made it on the air. We watch them and then talk about them. Um, I guess a little bit of housekeeping first. Uh, We have not done a show in nearly three months.
1: I thought it was two months.
0: Well, I checked and our last show was about the middle of September. So We're the worst. October, November, almost middle of December. Yeah. Okay. But in our defense, um, it was a busy fall. Uh, we got married and which had you know, was great, awesome, I'm so happy. I think we both are, not to put words in your mouth. It's Maybe. okay. Yeah, it's all right. Um <laughs> but there was the you know, getting married, there was the uh reception and then Subsequently, a couple weeks later, we both got sick for about a month, and then the holidays were just last more than week. a month, really. Yeah, yeah. We were both sick, so just a lot of um, a lot of things going on, a lot of um, day-to-day things, like normal things, and not so normal things, like you know, not everyday things, like getting married, stuff like that. But we're back, uh, and um, we are. This is our 10th episode. We finally hit double digits. Woohoo! I know, it's awesome. And we are, we watched the show that I teased uh, nearly three months ago, <laughs> and that was Supergirl. The, uh, the, you know, the show that was on CBS for one season and has now moved to the, the CW. I don't know if you knew that.
1: I didn't know that. Okay. But you're the brains here, so.
0: (laughs) So, as we usually start out every episode, we kind of talk about our personal history, if any, with the show that we, you know, have just watched. Um, I've got a lot to unpack with this because, so, I've, you know, I'm a comic book guy for about 30 years. I've been reading, collecting you know, comics, and while I am more than familiar with Supergirl, Superman, and that whole, um, you know, all that lore, I am not a Superman or Supergirl fan. I never really have been. I have nothing against them. I don't actively dislike them, but they're characters that just never really did anything for me. So, when they first... Uh, aired this show, or when it was first announced, I had a I had a few thoughts going into it, because uh, A, like I said, I really didn't, I just genuinely didn't care that much about Supergirl. Even though I'm a, you know, on a, as a comic book fan, I feel like I should be uh, thrilled and supportive of any comic book property that gets put on TV, or you know, gets a movie made, because that's in a way just furthering the awesomeness of comics. But I just kinda didn't care. And then I was also a little confused because so Supergirl is a property of, you know, just to kind of I'm not trying to nerd out here. I'm just explaining a little bit (laughs) of the of the you know, what was going through my head and probably a lot of other people's heads. But so Supergirl is a property of D C comics, which makes Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, The Flash. DC also has char- the characters Green Arrow and Flash, which each have television shows on the CW, and they are connected. It all started with the show Arrow. And then out of Arrow spun The Flash. And out of the Arrow or out of Arrow and The Flash spun another show called Legends of Tomorrow, and all these these three shows are produced by the same people, Um, they sometimes cross over, and so to take another DC property like Supergirl and put it on another network was just weird to me, like why would they do that? You know, it just didn't make any sense, because then the shows could never fully integrate. Right. Right. And, you know, maybe CBS didn't care, maybe DC didn't care, and when I say DC, DC Comics is the publishing house, but, but, they're, but everything that DC puts out is ultimately owned by Warner Brothers. So Warner Brothers is like the giant parent company, and DC Comics is just a little portion of that.
1: I don't want to like derail the whole thought process here, but is it like? Do you know the reason now? Hmm. I don't. It, and do you think it's just but, money? Because I feel like everything in entertainment oh, yeah. comes down to money. I'm, I'm they got sure. a better deal. They had some. I feel like but, at the end of the day, it was probably money. Why they would have chosen to go with a different network? Probably
0: for the past fifteen years, um, ever since. Because I mean, superheroes and comic book properties are. I mean, they're big. I mean, you can't deny that. You know, it's part of our our zeitgeist now. You know, it's part of the our culture. Right. You know, comic book superheroes and properties and um, I mean, you can't go into any any store now without seeing superhero stuff. It's
1: it's definitely more mainstream, yeah. and we
0: we we went I mean, into Bed Bath and Beyond last night <laughs> and saw a bunch of uh, not just superhero stuff but just nerd stuff in general.
1: I feel like being with Star you, Wars and like you know I got to see behind the curtain kind of, <laughs> but I, I feel like I would have gotten some of that even had I never oh, sure. met you because it's just it's it's everywhere. Well, now
0: you've you've seen more of the you know you've seen more movies with me. But you saw movies on your own too. You said you saw like you saw the first couple Iron Man movies. Right, yeah. Which you saw before we even met. So, you know, you're right. Like superheroes are definitely more mainstream. The fact that a character like Iron Man who prior to his movie coming out was always considered like a second or even third tier character. He was never just he was never a big character. You put Robert Downey Jr. in an Iron Man suit. Hello. Yeah, and all of a sudden... All of a sudden, Jen's going to the
1: movies.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Uh, so... uh, Okay, so just so Let's back up a little bit. Supergirl goes one season. I finally, at some point, decided, you know, I'm, I'm hearing some decent stuff about this show. I would maybe like to try and watch it now. However, there was no way to watch it from the beginning, at that point the shows were either like the shows that were on streaming service like Hulu it was like already midway through the first season and i and and i would have you know missed all that i could have gone on Amazon and paid 2 bucks an episode but i didn't want to do that mm-hmm. so i figured i would just i'll just wait and then they made the decision after the first season uh CBS decided not to renew Supergirl so it moved over to the CW for its second season, <clears throat> and this is where it's going to get a little nerdy. <laughs> so, <clears throat> Supergirl is on the the CW network with the shows Arrow, Flash, and Legends of Tomorrow, but in a <clears throat> it's technically in a separate universe. So they have to visit via like portals and stuff like that. That but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> I know, this is getting really bad. So, when I said to you earlier, you asked you asked me before we watched the show, you said, you've really never seen this show. And I kind of told a half-truth, or half-lie, whatever you want to... I said... Liar! I said, I have never seen it from the beginning, which is true. However, once it moved over to the CW, I decided to not watch, you know, not bother waiting to, like, watch it from the beginning, I would just start watching season two. So I did. So you're living a lie. Sort of. (laughs) I've never, I've never seen the pilot. I just started watching season two because I figured it would start um, crossing over with the other DC shows, which it actually just did last week. There was a big four-part crossover between Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, and the Legends of Tomorrow. So I don't even know you. I know. So that's so that is my my long and nerdy history with uh Supergirl. Um prior to that and you know uh, only knowing her from the comics, the only other thing that Supergirl is notable for is she had a movie, I don't know if you remember that, in the mid-80s? It may, I think it came out maybe around, maybe after Superman 2, or in between Superman 1 and 2. I
1: don't remember that at
0: all. It, it was was not Were there good. any
1: stars in it that I would know? Faye Dunaway. I know who she is, but that doesn't, yeah, that definitely doesn't help me to recall it, it this movie. It was a flop. Okay. I'll, just, I'll
0: just say that the movie itself was a flop. From what I heard, I've never seen it. From what I heard, the movie was god awful. Okay, I think one of the reasons they they picked Supergirl was twofold. Um, it's connected with Superman, who is arguably the most well known and most visible superhero in human history. Yeah, I think I, and I think there's some sort of uh, there's some study or something out there or so, where they, more people recognized Superman than they did like Jesus or something like that. There's something out there. The more, you know,
1: <laughs> that's uh, funny.
0: So there's there's the immediate connection to Superman, and then also for all intents and purposes, Supergirl is a blank slate. I mean, she's yes, she's established in in comics but she's not so established that you can't like they could they could play with her her or like her origins and they could play with her backstory and give her something to do on the show that doesn't really matter if she's never done it before Mm -hmm. things like that and you know her her age in the comics has varied wildly from you know, she's gone. You know, she she's anywhere from like sixteen to twenty six, depending on what era of comics you read. Mm-hmm. You know, seventies, eighties, nineties. I mean, you know, she, her 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 comics have always you know just not maybe sometimes have been more critically acclaimed or you know more fan favorites, but just not big sellers. So they don't really do a lot with her. So, you know, going into this, um, you know, I wasn't really sure, you know, I I tried to, you know, I mean, yes, obviously there's some stuff I know from watching season two, but I didn't know how any of it started. So I was interested to see how everything got started. Uh, Do you have any, is there anything with Supergirl that you know of or Um, other than she's a girl that wears a Superman costume
1: yeah I really have no background with her Um, when she said she was Superman's cousin Mm -hmm. that kind of sounded right and that's basically it I don't know if the the story that we just saw in the pilot like her origins how she Mm -hmm. ended up on earth and I don't know if that's um similar to or different from any of the other ways her story has been um told in the past, but I've never heard anything about it, so as I watched the show, I guess I was kind of I wasn't really expecting that she was technically older than Superman mm-hmm um but yeah, I I I had no like expectations or background or um you know that kind of thing. I just mm-hmm. in my mind she was probably I hate to say it some kind of sidekick. Mm-hmm. But I knew nothing about her. But she's clearly not a sidekick
0: right. in this show. So mm-hmm. first impressions or overall impressions on the show? Um on the pilot.
1: Well, there was a little – she has this – she works for a media corporation, mm-hmm. CatCo. And so there was a – right away there was a similarity to what we already know about Superman. Clark Kent works for mm-hmm. um, the newspaper um, and kind of just a
0: – Kind of bumbling and nervous. and
1: Yeah. So there was they – they both kind of had that where's the – where's glasses. You mm-hmm. get that stereotype. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, lower on the totem pole, if you will, she's basically a coffee runner. Although I do think, if I remember correctly, Clark Kent was a reporter, right. at least. Um, I, I guess I wasn't real surprised to um, to get the Jimmy or James Olson mm-hmm. connection. He's hot. Uh, yeah, ladies, <laughs> ladies, tune in, because uh, I don't know who this gentleman is, but he's easy on the eyes. Um, right away, like, as soon as they introduced the character, mm-hmm. I automatically thought he knew more than he was letting on. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was obvious to everyone. Um,
0: I, I, I actually wasn't sure at first how they were going to play I, it.
1: I felt like he knew more of something about
0: her. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was a possibility, but I, I thought even if it's true, they may not. He, they may tease it in the first episode, but they may not. They may let that play out for a couple of episodes yeah. too.
1: Yeah. Um. I thought the. I don't like Calista Flockhart, <laughs> but I'm gonna give her credit here. She plays a really good bitch. I didn't really follow Ally McBeal. I don't know yeah, what else she either. has done. It's just something about her. I've got no reason, which sounds awful. I've got no reason to dislike her. I don't know. There's just something about her. She kind of like it was a little like Devil Wears Prada. I actually wrote kind that of in my a notes. Thing there. I said
0: it's Devil Wears Prada meets Superman. You know,
1: she's like the CEO or the whatever her title is. Right. She's, she's in charge. And she treats a lot of people like dirt, and she's full of herself, and she knows that she's beautiful and smart and all these things. I mean, she basically declares that. Um, so she, yeah, she's pretty good at playing kind of an awful person. Um yeah. When I saw that she was in the show, I immediately kind of went like, oh,
0: great. But yeah. it,
1: it, I'm okay with it, I think.
0: No, I'm, I'm okay with her too, and I think... Again, she's she's someone we really haven't seen in, like, 20 years. Right. So, her coming back, I, ha- I had no problem with that. You know, same thing. I never watched Ally McBeal. I was aware of the whole Ally McBeal sensation. I might have watched one or two episodes. Um, yeah, so, like, her being part of the show didn't affect me one way or the other. I th- I thought the role she played, she did it well, you know. Um yeah, so well, just to, as a just a, a basic overview of the of the episode, you know, you're introduced to uh Supergirl whose real real name is Kara Zor-El.
1: Sorry, that's Kara?
0: Kara, sorry, sorry, Kara Zor-El. <laughs> uh she goes by the name Kara Danvers and you know when she she uh was raised by an adoptive family and she has a uh like a adoptive sister and uh her parents I know you recognize the, the dad is Dean Cain who played Superman in the TV show The Adventures of Lois and Clark mm-hmm. the mom is Helen Slater who played Supergirl in the Supergirl movie so it was kind of like a nice like a nice callback to you know to bring those people in as part of this super family. Right. You know. That is kind
1: of cool. I I didn't yeah. recognize that actress.
0: I I didn't at first. I had to look it up. And I think I remembered her her name being associated with the show at some point. But um <clears throat> yes, but um but she she actually doesn't have the Supergirl identity at the beginning of the show. She's trying to just be a normal person and then a uh, plane accident forces her into action she her sister is actually on the plane who we later find out her sister works for um, like a covert agency that monitors alien activity on earth because we find out that the Phantom Zone where Kara was trapped for 20 some years also there was also a, uh, another ship in their trap that was full of um, alien prisoners. It was like a prison ship. And when she was freed, it freed the prison ship, which landed on Earth, and all these uh, bad aliens are now basically just living on Earth, you know, uh, in hiding. And, but um, but the, this covert organization, which her sister works for, Like I said, it monitors that, and now they have a tenuous relationship with Supergirl because she is out there now as, you know, a superhero. And she's a known alien to this organization, so it's like they're almost, like, helping each other, sort of. Like, she helps them, and you know, I guess she's going to help them, like, track down aliens or... Help them defend from alien threats, and they're going to be like her support team or her support group or whatever.
1: It was uh, uh, not necessarily what they had in mind originally. The organization that monitors the aliens they they didn't want her to be right. involved, they, right? They, so they, they thought she was she more was involved.
0: Yeah, they they considered her almost an equal threat or a, a potential threat or danger as the other aliens because I guess she was just not I, I, I guess they just didn't trust that she had full control of her abilities Yeah, inexperienced she, yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. The girl that plays Supergirl um, Melissa I don't know how you say her last name Benoist I guess B A B N O I S T B-E-N-O-I-S-T Benoist I don't know um I don't know. I I thought she was just like immediately likable and she's just I don't know she she's just adorable. <laughs> you know, and she does the the dorky thing really well, but she I think she also does the kind of action very well like and she has some like kind of badass scenes, you know. Yeah, she um
1: definitely has the like awkward thing Mm -hmm. down um the you know the kind of nerdy at her job Mm -hmm. um but yeah she she seemed to what she maybe lacked in experience she's never fought bad guys before she made up for in enthusiasm about what she could do right so she was very excited to you know, when she saw that her sister was in trouble, she just jumped into action. You know, mm-hmm. it's her sister. But after the fact, she was just quite thrilled with herself, as she probably should be. She saved a bunch of lives, um, but that that kind of I like that about her.
0: The show overall is has like a like an optimistic tone. It's it's, it's upbeat. It's not dark and yeah depressing. It's not like a Batman show or something like like Batman would be dark and depressing you know this show is very uh fun there's yeah. a lot of, I mean and there were there was a lot of humor to it you know there were a couple parts where I chuckled and I like when, when she um reveals herself to her friend at the office who's like, I guess like the IT guy who's kind of like a, a nerd and he's helping her you know monitoring police like the police um, activity scanner, activity and and, yeah. and he's also helping her with Costuming, and there was kind of a fooding. I mean, it's just like just having fun and not, not like, oh my gosh, I have to be so careful with my powers, I could hurt someone. It's like, I want to go out and help people, I want to go out and save people, I want to yeah, do something. She,
1: she definitely referenced at least twice that I remember, um, you know, I have all the same powers he has, you know, and mm-hmm. just that feeling of knowing that she could do more, you know. Right. So, yeah, I thought the actress, I don't know if she's done anything prior to this. I don't recognize her, but Mm -hmm. I think she was probably a a good call for this part.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people like to compare the the DC TV shows with the DC Mm -hmm. movies because the DC movies are just very grim. And, you know, I I think, like, I took you to see Batman versus Superman. Mm Mm-hmm. And not a lot of bright spots in that movie. <laughs> Very yeah. It was yeah. just all dark and action and
1: uh, yeah, there was there was no real bright peace because they were fighting bad guys and bad guys are bad. But they also had a beef with each other. Right, so like everybody was kinda of pissed all the time.
0: Right. Exactly. There was yeah, and 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 the what little humor there was was just that, just fleeting. And whereas this, I mean, it, it, the show, you know, it had, you know, yeah, it had a, it's a lot of humor and bright spots, but it had some, you know, serious parts, too. Like some, you know, the, the company facing, downsizing a lot of its employees. Um, you know, the, the seemingly, like the, the feeling of betrayal that Supergirl feels when she finds out that her sister actually works for this agency that she didn't know her entire life that she worked for. Yeah, there was, you know, there was some real moments in there. The moment where she kind of like, she feels like she might like James Olsen. She, she gets a little... Did you, did you catch that?
1: I don't think I did.
0: Because earlier in the in the episode when um, she's talking to her... Um, Wynn, his name is Wynn, the IT guy. Oh, yeah. And she mentions her blind date or the, her online date or whatever. Yeah. And they're talking about dating, and she, she, they say something like, "You have to feel that oomph or something." Like they, mm-hmm. they describe it like you know, like with a word, like, like we'll just say oomph. You have to feel that, like a spark. Okay. You have to feel that spark, after she first meets James and leaves his office, she goes oomph.
1: How did I not hear that?
0: I don't know. It it, it was it might have been kind of quiet. I don't know, but hmm. I mean I, I heard it, but okay. There might be a budding romance. I don't know. So it feels like there's. It's you know it's got a good a good cast of characters. I felt like everyone was a pretty good choice for the role they're playing, and um, a lot of story to set up. I like that the that the aliens, the idea of aliens ex- like existing on Earth even before she started being Supergirl, that there are already aliens, because so many times on, like, superhero shows, the bad guys are either normal or common, like bank robbers, or muggers, or whatever, mm-hmm. or drug dealers, or they only exist as a result of the hero. They only... um come about as a result of the of the hero's presence or in involvement or whatever. But these aliens have already been on earth. That was kind of different for me. I was I was kind of it was that was kind of cool like a different storytelling idea.
1: See, I kind of yes, the aliens are already on earth, but I kind of saw a connection to the original Superman movie, which, forgive me, I haven't seen it in a million years, but um, the there's like three bad guys, there's a woman and, and right. two men. That, well, those and, don't
0: really... yeah, those movies and these shows don't really have any connection.
1: And I'm sure that they don't, but in my mind,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I saw the bad guy as... Here, the bad guy, in what we just watched, the 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 bad people, are aliens, and in that original Superman movie, the bad people, mm-hmm. well, they're not people, whatever they are, they're alien or different life form as well. Right,
0: they were, they were Kryptonians that were, um, you're talking about Superman 2, and that was, yeah, they were Kryptonians that were uh, criminals that were, they were banished to the Phantom Zone prior to Krypton exploding. So they were already kicked off Krypton before it exploded. And then in Superman 2, they were freed by a nuclear bomb that Superman had to throw into space because they were, I think they were like terrorists or something, had this bomb. And so he threw it into space. It blew up, shattered the Phantom Zone, and then those three Kryptonians, the bad Kryptonians, came to Earth. And that's how that whole started
1: well in in my little mind having nowhere near like the background that you have (laughs) that was that was a tiny similarity that i saw
0: well and i feel like there might be something to that because at the very end you saw i guess they i don't know if they were other maybe kryptonians that had survived but supergirl's aunt is around
1: that was a whole other thing yeah We got to cover that because I am a little bit confused there.
0: The only thing I can guess is there, and and maybe these were other, uh, these were aliens that were also on that ship. Other maybe like Kryptonians. I'm guessing that was. I guess you know the the mom and aunt. It's the same actress, so I'm guessing they were twins.
1: I I guess that's what confused me because we see in the very beginning, Supergirl's mom and dad Mm. put her in her little ship and you know send her off to. Protect Superman. Mm-hmm. And then we see her in the middle of the show as, like, an image. Or yeah, a, like a
0: hologram or something.
1: And then we see her at the end, and she's saying, my niece. Yeah. So I was kind of confused if they're supposed to be, like, twin sisters or whatever. I started to think, okay, this woman's really her aunt, not her mother, so... The woman she thought her mother, was, who she thought her mother was the whole time, was not her mother. So I guess I'm wrong there. You're well, like
0: that, and that could just be something they like a twist that they were setting up for future episodes. Maybe they were trying to mess with your head. Um, I thought it was a completely different person because, and I don't know if I saw this right or if it was just a a, a lighting effect or if she actually did have this, but it looked like to me she had a a streak of white in her hair and maybe that's what they were going to use to distinguish her from supergirl's mom but apparently supergirl's aunt has has her eyes on earth because she she mentioned something she said if it weren't for my sister i'd be ruled or something like i would have ruled krypton but now i'll since i can't have krypton i'll take earth right basically i don't know what uh yeah that that that's how they ended the show on that kind of that twist. The other thing I thought was kind of funny I, I i don't know they're not really criticism it's more like nitpicks but two two things I thought were funny uh the first one I don't know if the the writers of the show if they were if they were told you can only say the 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 name Superman a couple of times after that you can only say refer to him as he or him, yeah. or the big guy, that that got pretty old. I did notice and, and that. very noticeable.
1: Like, the first several times that they just said, like, he, or whatever, I was like, oh, okay, you know. Mm-hmm. He. Pronoun it up, because we know who you're talking <laughs> about. But, you know, 40 minutes later, I'm like, really, guys? Like, what? Yeah, up what's until, going on here? Up until the it's end. It's weird.
0: And, and 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 it was Jimmy Olsen who kept saying he wanted you to have this. He he yeah. this and him and and like are you guys not saying it on purpose? It sounds. I mean, so I don't know if they if you know the writers were like, okay, we can only say Superman once per episode. After that, we have to come up with different ways of referring to him. The other that thing. That was weird. Yeah. The, the other thing, and I just I thought of this just a minute ago it just you know while we're recording how we're talking about how Supergirl and her in her alter ego as Kara Danvers looks kind of nerdy with her glasses and her hair pulled back and a ponytail and dresses very plainly and Mm -hmm. I don't know (laughs) if you think about it there's absolutely no reason why she needs to wear the glasses as a disguise at this point because she's never been out as Supergirl.
1: Oh my god. I'm so glad you said about the glasses.
0: because She doesn't need them because she doesn't have bad eyesight. Right. So
1: in the beginning, I didn't even think about it.
0: There's your stereotypical, Mm
1: -hmm. nerdy, geeky type person. Oh, she's going to be a Mm -hmm. superhero. Whatever. I didn't really think about her eyesight even though she saw her sister through the door. and Mm -hmm. Not until she was fighting with the alien Mm -hmm. um, and she, whatever she did with her eyes to like zap. Yeah. She's using her vision. Yeah. Yeah. That ax weapon Mm -hmm. thing that he had. And I kept just looking at her eyes, looking at her eyes, started thinking about her glasses. She does not even need these glasses. Look at her like kicking ass and she doesn't even have her glasses. Wait a second. (laughs) She doesn't even need those things. So why has she been wearing them for all of these years? like my mind is the the I'm only just, thing I don't get it I
0: can think of is that maybe she tries to downplay her appearance in general um, as a like a like a safety precaution that maybe because it sounds like that she's been so careful over the years and her sister has been so protective of her and not you know she's basically been instructed or you know like not to use her powers, not to reveal herself. So maybe it's just a way of, you you know, like if if you want to not attract attention to yourself, you're going to dress in a way that does that. I guess I, I don't know, but I mean, it made, it made sense for, for Superman because from a young age, he, you know, he used his powers. Um, yeah, again, unless there is more later on in the season that explains it, it just, it, it occurred to me, I'm like, why does she even have a quote-unquote disguise? Because she's just a normal person up until this point. Right. There's no reason for her to do the the Clark Kent glasses thing. Right. And, and it's still laughable that that is a...
1: Putting glasses on a person makes disguise? them, quote, a nerd, or downplays or, their appearance, or, or, or makes or, them less attractive, or well, less... Well not,
0: only, well, not that, but the fact that, oh, I, I can take off my glasses, and you'll think I'm someone else. I put them on, and I'm Dan. I take them off, and I'm Super Dan. <laughs> you know? I'm like, where did Dan go? Super Dan is here, but where did Dan go? I guess that that, that logic made sense in the comics back in the 30s and 40s, like it was, you know, glasses were seen as a viable disguise. <laughs> These days, I, I, I don't know, it, it, it's it's laughable, and it's been the butt of many jokes over the years, but it's still, yeah, it still kills me. It uh, is kind
1: of funny. Like, I'm curious if there is a reason that she had the glasses, and if there is no real reason, then it's, yeah, it's just comical.
0: And it could be just a tribute to history that's come before. I mean, they, they they threw in a lot of references to Superman. You know, the they they said at one point you know up up and away and little Easter eggs like that. Little tidbits of hinting towards um, you know just the the rich history and the the, thi- the the certain things that everybody knows about Superman. So I don't know. Maybe that was just part of it, but also <laughs> she had an awesome loft apartment.
1: <laughs> okay, so we're
0: probably not making a lot of money,
1: right? And I know she lives in National City. Mm-hmm. It's not New York City. It's not whatever. It's a made-up city, National City. Listen, I'd like to live there apparently because you can be a, you know, a peon running for coffee. And afford a gorgeous apartment, exposed brick, the <laughs> whole nine yards. She's sitting on her couch where she was uh, when her sister came. Mm-hmm. And she's sitting there all upset. And I'm looking at her apartment thinking, hmm, girl, you don't have it half bad, do you?
0: She's got a very nice joint.
1: Yes, she does. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah.
0: And you are figure... moving
1: to National City, I can tell you that right now.
0: <laughs> and you figure, no matter... Well, Whenever she looks for an apartment it it, If it's like a four story Walk up Doesn't matter to her She can just fly Like right. to us Like to most normal people You see you know Fourth floor You're like oh, Forget that No elevator I'm not taking those steps mm-hmm. She would be like Yeah I'll take it And carry all my groceries Right One handed <laughs> <laughs> what it's it, <laughs>
1: you act like this is hard,
0: It snowed, oh whatever, I'll use my heat vision to you know get the snow off my car hmm. you know. supergirl all right, uh is there anything else you want to say about i d- the... I
1: didn't have anything else okay. in my notes
0: what- um is this a show that you would watch again?
1: I'm a little bit torn. I didn't dislike the show. It's generally not
0: your thing, though, it's, overall.
1: Yeah, I mean, this was, um,
0: even if you had never done, watched it for this for this show, or if you just watched it on your own or something, you generally.
1: I mean, this was your choice. Mm-hmm. Um, without doing the podcast and everything, I probably never would have selected that show on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't a bad show in any way Mm -hmm. um so could i watch it again absolutely will i watch it again i'm not sure like i mean you're exactly right it's not really like my go-to for types of shows Mm -hmm. um not that i don't like superhero related types of things um but it's hard to say you know Okay, it's fair
0: enough. Fair enough. That can, and it might be one of those like rainy day type of shows, right. you know, or Christmas vacation show, you know, something you, you something you could binge. Uh, for me, I think it's pretty clear. I'm I would keep watching it because I am watching it. <laughs> Technically, <laughs> I'm watching the second season. Um, eventually, I probably will go back and catch up on the first season. Um, I'm in no hurry though because, like I said, I'm already watching the second season. I know there is, um, at some point in the first season, there is a crossover with The Flash from the CW, so I'm kind of interested to watch that at some point. Hmm. So, they, yeah, they, they did do a, like a network crossover, just in Supergirl. It didn't cross over to both shows. They just brought The Flash over they're, to Supergirl.
1: They're not owned by the same company, are they? C B S and CW? there's.
0: I don't know. I mean...
1: So I'm, I'm just asking because I've never heard of, there probably have been, and I'm just not aware of it, but crossovers like that, like n- different networks. networks.
0: I don't know. I mean, I feel like if they were owned by the same company, then why would they move it? But I don't know. I, I'm sure it's just, a, you know, there's many reasons that we are not privy to why they move shows from, you know, one network to another or from a network to, a like, a streaming service or, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure it's all financial. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess that is the end of this episode. This is the – this was the 10th episode of the Pilot Season podcast, and uh, hopefully we'll be back next week. Um, we promise
1: not to stay away for three months. For three months.
0: Yes, exactly. It would be – your your pick would be next, so you can think about that. Yeah. And then um, when you decide, you can let me know, and I'll kind of tease that on our social media sites, of which we are on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. So you can follow us on any of those. Just look for Pilot Season Podcast. And um, we are at the uh, Pilot Season TV .blogspot.com is our, our main site, and um, that's about it. So uh, I'm Dan. And I'm Jen. And we'll see you next time. Okay.